Welcome to What They Never Told Us, the podcast where we explore our own personal journeys in the hopes to give you some insight into your own narrative. I'm your host, Sasha, licensed mental health counselor. And I'm your host, Crystal, licensed social worker. Yes, we are mental health professionals. However, we are not experts on anyone else but ourselves. You are the only expert on you. The information shared or discussed on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, your favorite podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be discussing something that is actually really personal to me and something that I quite enjoy, and that is birthdays. And the reason that we decided to do this is because, you know, this week is my birthday, a year older, a year wiser, and I'm super excited. Uh, I, I take birthdays very seriously whether it's for me or for my friends. Um, and I think we really need to tease this topic apart. But before we do, let's do our check-in. How are you, boo? You know, <laughs> I want to be <laughs> level excited. Uh, you know, of course, because I want to celebrate your birthday and be excited and happy for that. But I think right now I'm like, the world is a shitty place. So fuck everybody um fuck everybody fuck everything i'm tired i'm tired of y'all not y'all listening but y'all as in the world as in people because y'all are trash and i just feel extra reminded today so i'm trying to just get myself through this but i'm like y'all suck for real for real from the bottom of my heart i hate y'all right now (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um I hear that. I want to validate that. It's it could exist along with happy things. You know, not to say that my experience of the world is any different, but certain things will alter it and I think that birthdays are definitely one of those things for me that that change my perspective. Even though it's not always the case because my birthdays will definitely make me sad sometimes, but uh, I think I'm a little excited about it this year because it kind of feels like a fresh beginning, new start, you know, especially because I, I've gone through so many changes within the last five months. Kind of feels like an opportunity to just start new and like, yo, celebrate taking out the old and bringing in the new. I know it's not New Year's, but I take it just as serious. I feel like I might have to be the grump of this episode and be like, well, <laughs> I think uh, just the topic of birthdays, my birthday specifically, like I'm not like that about other people's birthdays. Like when it comes to other folks, I'm I'm not a grump. But when it comes to my own birthday, I am. So I'm going to need you to bring in a little bit of joy because that's going to be your <laughs> responsibility for this episode. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to keep it as, I'm just, you know me, I'm going to be real. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, oh, I'm so excited. No, I'm choosing to be excited because I think that birthdays also bring up a whole lot of negative shit that comes up within you, right? Like, it's like a trigger of so many different things. But before we get to that, I just want to point out that the reason I think that birthdays are so important is because this is something universal. This is something that has been happening before capitalism. These are like traditions that have started prehistoric, right? Like, well... This is kind of fucked up, but only like royalty 
in like pagan times they that's what i read don't quote me please uh they used they were the only ones allowed to celebrate their birthday and then it became more of a tradition within like the community and like regular old folk like you and i uh (laughs) but (laughs) what i like about it is that it kind of like points out the day that you were born yeah you may share this day with other people in the world but yo it's what makes you special And there's so many positive things to having a a birthday celebration. And that's like, yo, you feel cared for, you feel loved, you feel celebrated. And I'm all about that because I don't always feel those things. So if we're going to have a day to do it, you best believe I'm going to take that day and go 100% all in. It's, it's, It's a day that it's all, you're the little superstar in your own world and, and no one can say anything about it unless you're a brat. Please don't be a brat on your birthday because I'm not condoning that kind of behavior. It's no surprise that I love birthdays because um, it's a symbol of belonging and being part of the group, which I love if you haven't figured out. I'm all about uh, the fact that we are social beings and I love pointing out how we practice that and how we need each other. If you really think about it, on average, we celebrate with our friends and family and we're always celebrating with other people. So it's just another reason for you to feel good within your in-group. So I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that opportunity to feel good with my own group. It's okay if you're a grump. I'm good as long as you're there because I love you and I want you to be there. Mm-hmm. So let's go. I'm, I'm ready. Let's let's have a celebration. <laughs> um, Like all of the things that you mentioned about birthdays are great things. And I feel like none of that has been my experience or at least not consistently like has been my experience, which is what makes me a grump. And I think that I experienced the birthday blues every year. I'm like, oh, like, here's my birthday again. Like, what is this a reminder of? Um, And I wasn't always that way. Like, when I was a kid, it was my birthday was such a big deal. I'm a summer baby, mid-August. So it's always exciting, you know, like, to have a summer birthday because it feels like the possibilities are endless um, when it's not cold outside. Uh, (laughs) And you were never in school on your birthday. No. That's a big deal. Yeah, I don't know what that... I I can't even, like, wrap my head around being in school for my... That sounds trash. Um, There was one... (laughs) Oh, no! You're right! Like, in college! Oh, shit. No, that sounds trash. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um... I the the only thing I, that I will say about having a summer birthday is because of August. I remember for my birthday I would get a lot of like back to school stuff, like oh, for my birthday trash. because it was uh-uh. that yes that was trash. And I was like, y'all really out here playing me with some back to school clothes. It's August, like we're not going back to school for another three four weeks. Like no, Yo, thank they you. totally played you. They're like, what is the two in one gift? I got it. <laughs> right right like all the december folks that get like that two for one merry birthmas gift Mm. uh yeah i do that to my best friend a lot actually though so let me stop (laughs) (laughs) it is it is a special time and i will say like when i was a kid you know like we'd have the parties at the house like latino house parties you know them they were the shits Mm -hmm. one time like for my 10th birthday i had my celebration in my aunt's house and she had a pool and it was all fun and games until my sister threw up in the pool and there went that um (laughs) and i 
And I also used to have uh, my birthdays at McDonald's. Because, you know, back in the day, having your birthday at McDonald's, that was like a rite of fucking passage, yo. Uh, so, yeah. So, like, I mean, and as I've gotten older, obviously, I it's been a lot more complex. There are a lot of years where I uh, wish I could skip my birthday. And I will say, I think even, like, reflecting for this episode, I think I figured out what it is as to why I have so such strong feelings about my birthday. Um, so I, I will say thank you to this episode. Um, I, I figured out <laughs> a lot about myself, but, but, but like, but as I was like reflecting, I feel like every year I'm one year older, but I haven't accomplished a lot uh, of what I like want to do or sometimes I think like you know like I've been in therapy for this long or I've been doing this for this long or you know I've been working and I switched careers and I feel like I'm still lost like I haven't figured things out so I feel like whenever it is my birthday it's a reminder of all of the things that I still haven't done or what I think I should have accomplished. So it's interesting that you say it like that, right? Because in thinking about birthdays and why I like them so much, that's actually, and it's one of those things that it could go like really well or it can go just really badly where, you know, you sit down and you reflect because your birthday is a milestone. It's in Spanish, we, we have this saying, it's like, you know, one year around the sun. And I, I actually find that super beautiful. If you really sit down and think about it and like, yeah, I know, I'll, like I, I'm a little corny, but if you sit down and you think about it, like you made it one whole loop around the sun. And for me, like it kind of brings, you know, when I sit down and I think about it like that, it brings me to this place of appreciation, recognizing, you know, that I'm alive and that I had, I literally went through 365 days and now I have the opportunity to get through another one. And I know I'm making it sound like New Year's and I don't give a crap about New Year's at all. So maybe this is why birthdays are so much bigger to me, because that's that's the real meaning. Right. Like this is the day I was born. This is the whole year that has passed. And that's my time to sit and reflect and be like, oh, OK, what have I done? And not in a, a judgmental kind of way, because I think that that's what creates the birthday blues, right? Like that judgment that starts to seep through in regards to like what you think should be happening and what's not happening and what your life doesn't look like. But if you take a step back and you really look at what you have done, because come on, yo, you've lived 365 days. This, you must have done something. And, and even if it's just, you know, getting it right and continue to live, like that's a big deal. Like I think there's something to be celebrated no matter how you, no matter what you've done in that year. And but don't get me wrong, I'm not a positive person at all. Like I, I have a story for when I turned thirty, and like I was just like, I should have done this, I should have done that. I had my list out, and I was like, Yo, you ain't shit, you ain't shit. What are you doing mm-hmm. with your life? Like, so I did have the that moment, but I do think like when we sit down and like you know we practice mindfulness and we see it objectively, like it's it could be a really nice thing. I I think so. I am not there yet at all (laughs) and I will say I mean I turned 30 in a pandemic so that was very anticlimactic it's so funny because one of the ways that I've tried to take control of my birthday blues is to kind of really be intentional about planning around my birthday so that like I can create the type of experience that I would like for myself and of course um, I tried this for the first time when I was 28 
when I was 28, I was like, I'm going to do something that doesn't involve other people, like something that I can do for myself. And technically it did involve other people because I needed my best friend to drive me to where I wanted to go. Cause I was like, I'm going to go skydiving. Right. Like, and I'm going to do it and it's going to be, you know, my experience. And of course that year there was a major thunderstorm on my birthday for the whole day like it did not stop raining the entire day mind you the friday before it was like sunshine and the place um was like well you can come friday instead of saturday because that year my birthday landed on the saturday and um my birth my best friend worked so like he couldn't you know like drive me to pennsylvania to go skydiving on a friday when he was at work so um there was that and then when i turned 30 I was like, I'm going to go to Europe. I'm going to go to Italy. Like, I've always wanted to go to Italy. I always wanted Italy to be my honeymoon destination. But I was like, who knows? Ain't nobody trying to put a ring on it. So let me take myself to Italy. (laughs) (laughs) And Not um, not yet. Of course. Right. Not yet. Let's try to put that good juju in the universe. But then we were in the pandemic. And I was like, well, there goes there goes Italy. Poor Italy. Like, there are people, you know, were suffering through COVID. So I'm torn, right? Because, like, I I don't think turning 30 was all that, to be quite honest with you. It actually, I mean, turning 30 fucked me up. And now I'm, like, into my second year of 30, and I feel way more comfortable. But that first year of turning 30 was a mind fuck and a half. And starting from 29, knowing that I was going to turn 30, like, I remember having a session with my my therapist a couple months prior I think it was two months prior and she was just I was just like having one of my like existential crises because I always have those but like it was bad like I couldn't get out of it and I, we were just talking about everything that was going on and she was like you know you're going through a lot and you know let's not forget you're gonna turn 30 in about two months and I was like that's not a big deal does I don't I don't care and she kind of chuckled at me <laughs> like Oh, you don't know. <laughs> it was like it was and I just I remember looking at her like I don't I don't think I cared. But yo, when we started talking, I realized like everything that had been going on in my life and the fact that I was turning 30 played a huge role into how sad and like depressive I got. And it also, you know, it was also my partner because at that time, my ex-boyfriend, he would constantly be like, so what do you want to do before you're 30? What are your goals? What are you this? What are you that? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, I, I wasn't even licensed at that time. I wasn't working where I wanted to be working. Not to say that I am now, but I'm definitely a little more cushy. Like, I went on turbo mode and trying to get my life together and that shit fucked me up. Like, I wasn't licensed at the time. I literally scheduled my licensure exam two days before my actual birthday, which is a disaster and a half because I was setting myself up for failure. What if I would have failed that exam? It would have been the worst experience ever. Thank God I did pass. And then I was like super stressed. And I remember like just nothing. I was I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't feeling good. I gained weight. I didn't feel myself. I wasn't prepared. I didn't want to do it. Like I didn't want to do anything on the day of my birthday. And lo and behold, I had people around me who, yes, I get it. They did it out of love, but they were dictating what they thought I should be doing for my birthday because I remember like I had asked everybody I was like I want to go bowling I want to have a couple drinks with whomever wants to go with me right I was gonna invite everybody that I know and that's that's all I want you don't need to bring me a gift 
everybody, like my mom and my ex partner at that, and my ex partner were like, no, that's, that's dumb. Don't do that. You're turning 30. You should have this. You should have that. And I actually think that that's, that's what went wrong. Like I fell into what others expected of me because I was turning 30. And like, I think that, you know, going back to this social piece that I was speaking about earlier, yeah, you're having a birthday and it's your time to celebrate with other people. But I think that culturally, we don't put the spotlight onto the other, onto that specific person to say, what do you want? Right. Like, so I'm going back to like being a little girl, like I don't remember ever having, I was actually quite the opposite as a little girl, birthday parties made me sad because I didn't, I remember like my sixth birthday party, they had a clown, they did mad shit for me. And then I like went off into a corner and started crying because I was overwhelmed and I didn't want that. So, you know, like I actually really like birthdays now because I have a kind of like what you said, you know, you could plan things out. I have a say in what it is that I'm doing. I can, you know, say, this is what my day is going to look like. Right. Um, but I don't think I learned that until I, I gained that autonomy for my own self. Yeah, I I understand that. It's so funny because I feel like when it comes to birthday, I'm just a very strange person. And I guess that's why people, I don't want to say I'm strange. Uh, but I think I, I feel complicated. Like I feel difficult to understand for myself. So I'm like, I understand why other people might feel like I'm complicated to understand. Um, but like, I'm thinking... I like I get that like I get the whole like wanting to plan you know like out your day but I hate being asked what I want to do for my birthday too so like it's kind of, there's a part of me that's like I want the surprise but then I don't want to end up feeling disappointed if it doesn't live up to like my expectations mm. in my head so it's this and and that I and that's all on me like I cannot put that on anyone else no one's a mind reader like it's nice if you want to plan a surprise but it's like not anyone's responsibility to get it right and then to live up to unrealistic expectations in my head I do remember um some of my one of my like most fun birthdays was a surprise and I will say this person he like put a lot of effort in to to my birthday and I remember he surprised me. He said, just dress up really nice, like something really fancy. So I got my little dress on my heels. And we went to Benjamin's Steakhouse in the city and then went to see The Lion King. And I will say that was probably like the most exciting like surprise that I had because I have, I have a very weird relationship with surprises. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and in regards to the party, I've tried to do the bigger celebrations. I think it's hard for me because I, it feels awkward to me when it's my birthday and I'm the center of attention and I have to engage people like during a party like all at once like I prefer small gatherings but then I also don't like when people are drinking and then they get messy and then it just becomes a whole thing I don't know I'm just having a lot of conflict right now but I do get that and I actually think that that's part of the reason why people get into this quote-unquote birthday blues mindset it's uh it's not just because it's their birthday and like oh they're mad at living some people yes not gonna lie I I, I've met some people (laughs) And, you know, they're going through their own thing, right? Like, I'm not trying to undermine their experiences, but I think that these birthday blues come up because it just kind of feels like there's this mismatch between what the tradition is telling us we should be doing and, like, the real reason we're celebrating 
our birthdays to begin with, which is how mm. you want to live life, how you want to celebrate life. And it it all it almost feels like you're not thinking about these things in a very unique and specific way like for you. And I, I did realize this as I got older that a lot of the reason that I was disappointed on my birthday was A, because I wasn't being honest about what I wanted, or maybe I didn't even take the time to think about what I wanted. It's okay that you're not thinking about what you want, but then now you, that's step one, right? Then one A could be, all right, what do you want? Like there, there's a process to this. And B, I felt like people weren't actually caring the way I expected them to care. And that's like the weird thing about birthdays. Like it's, you, it, it's so confusing because that's the day you have full permission to have expectations of people. But then those expectations are really met by others because you guys aren't communicating the right way. So then it's just always, it, you're just always missing the mark, whether you're on the receiving end or the, the one trying to make the birthday happen. It, 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 it never quite fits. I agree. I think that summarizes a lot of what I was trying to <laughs> say or explain <laughs> earlier. So I think that that's, that's a huge uh, piece about the expectations about how people are going to care and show up. I also feel like another piece about the birthday blues that comes up for me is like, also like having to face those friendships or lack thereof. Or, like, the mm. family dynamics that you have and, like, being confronted with it on your birthday. Because it is, like, one of those days where people come out of the woodworks. Like, people you haven't so spoken to all of a sudden are wishing you a happy birthday on Facebook. I mean, not for me because I definitely took my birthday off Facebook almost four years ago. So, um, but I think that that's also another another piece, like, of having to confront all of that because I think also for me why why I said earlier that I feel like even just in preparing for this episode like it helped me reflect a lot was that I'm realizing that the lack of connection or what like it makes me uncomfortable to be vulnerable and connected to people and I think that that's something that also comes up on my birthday that I'm faced with because this person literally did all of this for you and I'm just completely I don't know like unco not uncomfortable with it but it's like oh like this this is happening right now and I need to be thankful but it's just like what does this mean for the relationship and that's the mm. piece that makes me uncomfortable so then you're faced with whether it's family or like friendship I find that interesting so, right, it's not just the birthday. It's, it's the things that we've been talking about all along. It's the boundaries. Mm -hmm. It's the, the where you're at in life. Similarly to the developmental episode we just said, a birthday is almost like, you know, a developmental milestone. You're an eight, you're a year older. Mm -hmm. And maybe when you're a kid, it doesn't feel like that. Yeah, I guess. So it's kind of like going into the next grade, right? Like you're older, you're getting more mature, right? Like there's this pride that comes with it. I don't know. I can't tell you about the pride that comes with it at this point in time. <laughs> I don't think there's any pride, um, but it, it almost feels like, you know, you're reaching a different stage in your life. And I, I think that you have to understand those things in order to understand your feelings on your birthday. So it's, it's, it's all in, it, I think that birthdays are super complex because they include all these emotional pieces that you may not even be thinking about and then boom you have to think about it on one day right <laughs> on a day that you're supposed to be celebrating and now you're like yeah. what the fuck i'm stressed <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so true 
And I will say with the milestone piece, I also feel like there's a lot of expectations placed on society too about the milestones, about what you should have achieved. So I think that like plays into our own personal expectations. But even thinking about like, there's a lot of conversation about what happens, you know, when you reach 30, when you reach 40, when you reach 50. I feel like society also like places a lot on us. And it's so funny because it'll be like, oh, when I turn 30 or when I turn 40. And then when you turn like 41 or 51 or like 58, like no one gives a shit about your birthday. Yep. Like, <laughs> like there's no pressure until you hit that like 6-0 or that 5-0, you know, whatever that milestone birthday is. And it's also weird because as you get older, birthdays feel less significant too. Like, there's a lot more pressure, but it feels less... I think, like, people make less of a big deal. No one's caring too much about your 37th birthday, but your 18th birthday, like, the whole world is like, woo, you can play the lotto, smoke cigarettes, like, when you turn 21, you can drink, like, you know, like, it's not that same energy, like, as you get older. You know, it's inter- it's funny you say that, because I, I think that after 21, your birthday kind of becomes just a reason to to party especially before you hit 30 and you know there's nothing else to look forward to right and then I like for me when I was 25 yo I had like an existential like no I had a quarter life crisis straight up that's when I broke up with my ex I had just gotten into grad school I was like what am I doing with my life and it was cool to have that at that point in time because guess what? In my mind, I was still young according to societal standards. The minute, I'm telling you, the minute I realized I was turning 30, yo, shit just fucking flipped on me. And it's still like that. I used to claim that I didn't subscribe to these ideas of what people think I should be doing. Yeah, that's bullshit. I can't, I can't speak for other people, but I for sure subconsciously own those things. I was like, yep, I have to have my career. I have to have the house. I have to, you know, I don't even know if I want all that. I have to have the marriage. I have to have the boyfriend. And joke is on me because I am 32 this year and I ain't got none of that. And that's, I'm feeling some kind of way about it. I'm choosing not to like fall into the actual, like deep dive into those feelings. Cause I do believe that once you start working on it you it becomes a choice right it's like what way are you gonna go left or right I'm going to choose to go and take the positive route and just celebrate with my friends and have a good time and celebrate opportunity as opposed to what was lost but it's it's real you you own those expectations and I don't even think we recognize that we're doing it yeah, but you know what's funny that what you said about like after you turn 21, there's nothing left to look forward to. Like, I do feel, I agree with you. I do feel like that's the sentiment because I feel like after 21, then maybe like 25 is a big one. And then it's 30, 40. Then you, then you just go it by decades, right? Like, you're not, you know, like their first birthday, the second birthday, like they're all special. And then you hit a certain age and they stop becoming significant but I also feel like that's part of what's wrong with society because there should be a joy or a celebration of getting older because you're getting wiser you have more experience hopefully your opportunities are opening up to you or like you're getting to know yourself better so I think like when you said that it hit me and it made me really sad that that's kind of like where we are uh with birthdays and with people and like you know, and then it's, it's it just feels like a big gap because it's like, yes, youth, fun, babies, 
first birthdays and then like in the middle of life it's like whatever and then it's not until you're at the end of your life where every birthday becomes significant again um mm, because like you're yeah. getting closer Ooh. to death that made me sad oh it's true though. i'm sorry <laughs> I thought it was going to be the grand. I'm sorry. But you know, you're right, though. You're right. Listen, I can handle sadness. You're right. You're right. It, it's, it, we put this weird, it, like, that's why I love that saying, like, one, one loop around the sun. Cause it, it just sounds mm-hmm. so beautiful and it sounds so poetic and artistic. And it's like, yeah, life, there's something very beautiful to having that day to day in our, in our lives. And we, we completely undermine that especially if it's it's not one of those landmark birthdays like you were talking about. And also, I, I just want to point out that turning 30, for me, changed my whole perspective because, yo, I'm officially an adult in my eyes and in society's eyes. Yo, I don't feel like one, do you? Girl. <laughs> yo, when people come to me talking about there's a problem, blah, 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 and I think to myself, man, we got to find an adult. <laughs> to talk to and then i realized i am the adult they came to talk to oh my fuck when did this happen like yo like and i sit there i'm like i don't i don't feel like an adult i feel like i legit sit in my world thinking i'm like 18 20 i i got a little older like 20 years old i'm like 20 in my mind right now but absolutely not i'm not i'm definitely not the adult and it's just such a like that Talk about cognitive dissonance. It's like it's it's a trippy experience to be like, oh, I'm turning this age. What should I be doing? And then you're like, no, fuck that. I'm gonna be doing what I want. And the, but you, it's like it's like this magnetic pull to it. You can't help it. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I will say at one point when I was in my late twenties, I had like a really big stressful situation land on my lap, and get involved lawyers and all I was like now mm. I'm an adult like I was like I'm officially an adult and now that I'm that, now that that issue's gone I'm like so what am I gonna be an adult again like, <laughs> like it was just it was like temporary adulthood like I just had temporary custody of adulthood and now it's that. over in regards to what you were saying about the age and like the expectations of what you're supposed to be doing I feel like I'm a late bloomer in life like I feel like I whatever stride I should have been hitting in my 20s I feel like I'm more so hitting it now and I think it's because I'm getting more comfortable with who I am as a person um and I'm coming into my own a lot more like now in my 30s so I feel like for me I'm like yeah I'm gonna be 31 this year and I don't have like a partner and like the idea of kids and all that stuff is so far ahead in the future but I don't feel the pressure that I felt in my 20s to Mm. to do that now like I I almost feels like I kind of went through that stage backwards if that makes sense because I'm like you know what this is my time to enjoy life I obviously do think about kids and marriage and stuff like that to the point where I've considered freezing my eggs and really like had to think about what would it be like if ultimately I don't meet a partner that, you know, um, I do want to have kids with and I end up having a kid on my own. And I think it's a lot less daunting to think about it now at this age, even though it was something that I, in my 20s, I was like, absolutely not. Uh, And I wonder also if part of that is like the maturity of like reaching your 30s 
I don't know. A part of a part of me also feels like it's because I'm a late bloomer because I'm ready to hit these streets. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> I'm ready to act like I'm 25 when I hit these streets, even though I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, because when I hear you talking about it, to me, it sounds like you're more mature than than I am. Because you're like I I can't tell you that I haven't removed. I haven't unsubscribed, right, from these ideas. Because, like, I still think about it. Like, will I ever have a baby? Can I have babies? Will I reach my goals? If I'm at the age where I'm supposed to be doing all these things, like, does this mean I'm not going to be successful, right? It, it takes a lot for me to take myself out of that mindset and, like, be like, well, no, Sasha, you are actually way more ahead. And you've been doing everything that you said you wanted to. Um, so I, I think the culprit here is, society <laughs> and culture and like the standards that they place on us like I, I mean i always talk about it but it's yo fuck fuck society <laughs> fuck what they think in this episode i feel like i'm like oh i haven't met society's expectations and then there's another part of me that's like ah whatever so i think like i'm i'm still undergoing that breakup with society's expectations like i think on certain mm. things i do feel very much like career-wise it's like girl you've been working professionally for seven years now are you gonna figure it the fuck out get it together but then when it comes to like well if I end up having to be a single mom like have a baby on my own you know the feelings around that are are different so I feel like I'm I'm in the like the first I guess stage of a breakup with society I don't know I do I do get that and there's a lot of grieving too that comes up on like because of just that yo because of your born day literally I but I also wanted to to let you know I don't think I ever told you this I'm very much in the mindset of raising a kid on my own if I if because I do want a kid and that's something that I'm certain about and it's like well if I don't if I meet someone great if I don't I'm still doing it and this is the first time I've ever been comfortable with that idea yeah it is it's a tough one for sure to wrap your head around but see this is this is the impact of birthdays that it got you thinking about babies like literally you're supposed to be celebrating your life and look how far our conversation has come like that's the impact of of birthdays and i bet and i know for certain 21 year olds are not thinking about this so even though i'm low-key hating congratulations have a great birthday if you're just turning 21 Yo, but can we talk about my 21st birthday for a second? Because that shit was a hot mess. (laughs) Let me tell y'all the juicy ass story about my 21st birthday. It's not that juicy, but that shit was fucking ridiculous. Let me tell y'all. So, so, you know, when you turn 21, you're like, all right, like I could go to clubs and things like that. Because when you're in college and you turn 21 and I wanted to have the same 21st birthday as everybody else did because everyone did open bars. So I was Mm. like, I'm going to do an open bar. Mind you, I don't even like to drink. So at that time, I was going with what was the beginning of the end of like the current relationship that I was in. And then I decided that my birthday party was going to be an ex's reunion because I had my current boyfriend, my future, like soon to be ex-boyfriend there and two of my exes. Girl, because I was crazy. And moments (laughs) like these, I'm like, amen, Jesus, I'm not 21 anymore. Right, because it was stupid. So, <laughs> so one of my exes, he was cool. He bought his new girlfriend. I got to meet her. I was having a whole conversation with her in English, only to find out that homegirl did not speak a lick of English. 
that I only oh found out until after I was like, so y'all were just gonna let me keep talking to the girl. So that so he was cool outside of the fact that he didn't tell me that she couldn't understand what I was saying. So another ex came. He was totally drunk. This is like the end. So first of all, everyone was trying to get me drunk. Mind you, I was like barely a hundred pounds at this point. One drink could have taken me out, and these fools decided because it was my twenty first birthday they were gonna give me more than one drink. So I was like gone. Then one of my exes, as I'm about to leave, he like comes up to me and he's like, happy birthday. He's just acting really weird. And he's like, I'm going to give you a kiss. And then I like turn my head because I'm thinking he's going to give me a kiss on the cheek. Homeboy gives me a whole kiss on the lips. Well, it was like half kiss on the lips. And I was like, my boyfriend is here. What if he sees that you just kissed him? So a mess. Oh whole mess so then my future ex-boyfriend was also there i knew he had a crush on me but i was like yo my man's is here like he's not gonna act stupid i was wrong he was also fucking wasted my ex that i was in a relationship with at that time he was like all right i'm gonna take him home because he's gone plus i'm already driving to that neighborhood on the ride home i start to feel sick and i also have to use the bathroom I was like, hurry up, hurry up. Like, you, we gotta, like, we gotta get home. I have to use the bathroom. I have to use the bathroom. So we end up dropping off my future ex off first. So while I went inside to go to the bathroom, my future ex stays in the car with my soon-to-be ex. My future ex starts telling my soon-to-be ex that he needs to break up with me because he doesn't love me right and that I'm not happy mm-hmm. and that he's gonna love me better. So. <laughs> so like just angry like just going off on him talking about break up with her like i'm gonna love her better like you you're not stepping up uh so i didn't know that this happened so then i come back outside my soon my future ex goes um into his house and then my soon-to-be ex has to drop me off at home then i find out the next day that this whole shit went down and i was mad at my future ex for saying that my soon-to-be ex he didn't give a fuck like he cared because he felt insulted but he didn't care because the relationship was ending so it was just a mess so i was like don't ever invite all these men or whoever it is that you're you're dating or into into your birthday celebration because it will be a hot mess and you don't want that to be the memory of your 21st birthday Mm-mm. i actually think that 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 that, that segues quite perfectly if you ask me into why birthdays are depressing uh because <laughs> if you think about like family and friends right like and who you're keeping around and who you are allowing to to kind of hold power within that day that's supposed to be yours is like a big deal right like so like if you have friends definitely make sure that they are going to honor your day right because that guy was not honoring your space whatever it was that you were in at that moment they were just honoring their own selves and projecting it i i and if you want to go a little deeper like i think that family plays a huge role in it as well because like they're the ones who establish these these ideas of what birthdays should be looking like when we're since we were little i know someone who doesn't tell people what their birthday is I I have no idea what their birthday is because it's like a joke to this person and they recently disclosed why and it has everything to do with the social aspect and this is why it's super important they disclosed to me that basically their family wasn't celebrating the way they would have wanted them to so now they just don't celebrate a period and they're very much okay with that 
and you know so it's like okay like I think that these things definitely have um, an effect on what's going to make or break your day. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's a great example um, with your friend who doesn't celebrate their birthday of like how you might want to just take control of the situation instead of feeling like your birthday is happening to you or something that happens to you, like to kind of like take control uh, of that. So, you know, you definitely want to plan ahead. Uh, if you know, like your birthday's coming up and that's a dark or difficult time for you, uh, you want to maybe like see a therapist, you know, maybe start seeing a therapist, start to unpack that, or just talk to somebody who can understand, you know, what you're going through or how to best handle that. I would also say take charge and be responsible for your own happiness and for what happens within your birthday. So plan the celebration that will feel good to you. Uh, without the stuff that doesn't feel good to you so like for me trying to skydive or or things like that or maybe doing like yoga or having a spa treatment or massage like what's gonna feel good to you and eliminating the factors that are stressful because for me sometimes the stressful factor is other people so um you know maybe I not that I want to be completely alone but I'm gonna be very strategic about the folks that I see on my birthday or around my birthday as opposed to having this big party with people who don't mean anything to me yeah most definitely I think I what you were alluding to is like take control of what you can control in order to reduce like any kind of like feelings of anxiety or possibly Mm -hmm. depression that are coming up you can control certain things that happen on that day so like for my 25th birthday that's no I think for my 26th birthday I took full reins of my of of that day and I said this is what we're going to do. I invited exclusively a subgroup of people because yeah, and other people got mad at me that they didn't get invited, but guess what? It's not that I didn't want you there. I just knew that you might have complained that I I made us go to a restaurant where we each had to pay like $150 each. But whoever was down came and they didn't give me any complaints. And I had ordered like three different outfits in advance and I remember, and like it was one of the best birthdays I have ever had because I was super prepared because I was fully in control of it there was nobody else telling me oh you should be doing this and oh maybe we should do this no screw that and this year I did the same for my birthday so it's it I, I actually think that there's way that's how you can take control of certain things and that's how you can take control of what you do so that you can definitely try to enjoy it because it's meant to be enjoyed. And yeah, and I would say another way to be intentional about who celebrates or is in your birthday is like keeping your birthday to yourself. So, And what I mean is like take it off of Facebook, take it off of LinkedIn. So it's not like you're bombarded with all of these messages from people, that person who works like at the department down the hallway who you don't ever talk to is like now all in your business when they catch you in the bathroom talking about what you did for your birthday mind your business yeah and and I love what you said because I was gonna say um share the day with people who who fuel you even if it means that you have to exclude certain people and they're not gonna like it but take the time to prioritize yourself for sure something that we've been talking about throughout this episode is that obviously birthdays trigger different feelings within us and in recognizing that okay my birthday is coming up and recognizing that okay I may have feelings about this because this is the kind of person that I am you just can't you just can't wake up one day and not have not have feelings if you always had feelings about certain things right so please recognize that that's step one Uh, step two is 
you know, really telling yourself like, okay, I'm in this state of, if your mental health is not in the best place and you know it, that is fine. But there are ways also to prep in advance so that the day doesn't trigger you or hit you so negatively. Um, kind of like going back to what Crystal said, go see a therapist or reach out to the people who you know are going to support you. Don't choose to just kind of like do the deep dive, like I said, right? Like, don't forget, it's a choice. You can definitely choose to to make it just a little bit better. I'm not promising it's going to be the best, but there, there are ways to alleviate this uh dark cloud that it feels like yeah and i would say be gentle and compassionate with yourself it's hard to live with the pressure of like the birthdays and the depression and just remember to not beat yourself up like you already feel sad so there's no sense in making yourself feel worse and also try to stick with your routine sometimes if it feels like a regular day um, it could also ease some of the some of the stresses of your birthday. So like if you stick with your daily routine, stick with your meal time, still exercise, like try to sleep. Also, um, I don't do this on my birthday, but on New Year's, when I don't celebrate like the new year on New Year's Eve, I tend to to treat New Year's Eve like a regular day. And it really does help. You know, like I'll I, I will do everything as if it were a regular day. Like I don't necessarily acknowledge that it's like new year's eve and that i should be out and partying so you know trying to adopt that same frame of thought for your birthday even though i started this episode saying like it's a big day and like i genuinely do believe it's a big day and i know that this can be confusing it really is literally nothing more than just a day so i completely agree with you it's the the value that you place on it and i just happen mm -hmm. to be somebody that places more value on the day because I, I I enjoy doing it. So I think it's it's valuable to recognize what value you're placing on it and why. So that was our episode. I may be a grub about my own birthday, but I promise I'm a sing real bad for your birthday. Uh, that's a fact. I, you know, love other people's birthdays. I'm just a grub about my own. So I just want to make sure that that's clear before we close this episode. Uh, so like I said, definitely hop on IG. Let's wish your girl Sasha the Derm Dropper a happy birthday <laughs> and uh you know if you want to make sure that you do find us on Instagram you you know I'm I should probably give you the handle and that's at never told this pod or you can email us you can you know Sasha accepts happy birthday emails as well so you can <laughs> send those to never told this pod at gmail.com and since I'll be one year wiser do not forget to come back next week so we can make sure to tell you what they never told us. <laughs>